Welcome to Breaking Stereotypes, where we will talk and take your nutrition, fitness, and mindset to the next level. Shy away from the talk? Never. It's time for you to break your mold and embrace the new you. It's time to break those stereotypes. Welcome back, everyone, to Breaking Stereotypes. I am your host, Domenica Jaramillo, and like I mentioned every single week, I am so happy and grateful to have you on today's episode. Today's episode is an episode that I've been wanting to build for a while, and it's something that has helped me so much to become not only a better person, but also a better coach, a better business owner, a better friend sister, daughter, girlfriend, and all these little things. And that is how I maintain, how I secure, how I protect my energy. Now, I don't want to get too spiritual on this episode because I'm not really sure how my audience feels in regard of spirituality and things like that. So we're not going to touch too much base in that, but I still want to mention and talk about my energy, about things that help me feel good, things that don't help me feel good at all, and how I can continue adding the positive, taking the negative out of my life to become a better person. Like I mentioned, today's episode will be all about how I protect my energy. And the main topic that I want to talk about is social media. It doesn't matter if you are a coach, content creator, or just someone who consumes social media, meaning that you don't really post, uh, you don't really post uh, post. You don't really post post uh, during the week where you're really caring about engagement and things like that. So I truly believe that everyone will benefit from this episode. In regard of social media, I noticed so much how heavy I was attached to the following, the engagement, the comments, the shares, the likes, and all these little things that are tools for us content creators. They're tools to know which post is doing good, which post is didn't do the best. But I unintentionally started letting it take over me, basically take over my enjoyment of posting, take over who I was as a person. And it really started affecting me if a post didn't do good. And that's not who I wanted to be. I didn't want to let social media be such something so negative and so controlling over my emotions. So there was a day that I needed to really sit down and think to myself, it is what I'm if it's if what I'm currently doing isn't working, then what can I do to help me be better, post better, become a better person in regard of social media, because we all need better people creating the content in social media. So I started sitting down and really dialing down what were the things that were consuming me and how were, what part of them were negative. So I'm going to touch base on little things and also mention things that helped me 
become and really enjoy creating social media. Because if you are a con- content creator, if you are a coach, you can feel and you know when you are attached so much of something becoming so famous and trendy and your post to like explode on social media, you really stop enjoying the process of it you really stop enjoying creating posting and all these and just showing up on on there on that platform for your audience for the people who like to see you every day so one of the things that i noticed mostly is the mindless scrolling from my part and the mindless scrolling wasn't coming from me trying to find a trend to make it my style it wasn't me trying to find people to reach out to to connect it wasn't anything like this it was just me consistently mindless scrolling from app to app to app to app to app which I noticed at the end of the day was significantly draining me overall not only to mention not only that it was draining me but also it was taking so much out of my day that I noticed I wasn't able to complete the task that I had so I had probably let's put an example five tasks during that day which weren't anything too time consuming and then somehow I noticed that it took me a whole day to finish them but the main reason why was because of the mindless scrolling was because I was going from app to app to app to app and then later from 30 minutes I realized oh wow I haven't done absolutely nothing I've been on social media what what's going on why am I continuously doing this that was making me very mad, upset, to not to social media in itself, but to myself, that I wasn't finding that outer correction. I wasn't feel, finding that control over these, over my phone, over these apps. And I involuntarily, is that a word? <laughs> Involuntary? That's, uh, that, there you go. <laughs> involuntary I would go into the into these platforms and just spend there for hours and hours one of the things that shocked me I don't know if Samsung does this but if you do have an iPhone at the end of the week usually on Sunday you have um what's it called you have like a little report where it tells you how much how many hours you've spent in the during the week on platforms social media and such and such and I saw a huge, that number and I was like, no, how is that I'm taking so much out of my day into these platforms that aren't giving me too much because, like I said, I was using the platform as mindlessly scrolling. I wasn't connecting to anybody. I wasn't learning anything. It was just scroll by scroll by scroll by scroll. So I realized that I needed to change i realized that i needed to start putting boundaries and needed to really put a foot what's the phrase a foot in the door but i really needed to say you know what enough is enough believe me (laughs) i'm telling you i this has been so incredibly hard you might resonate with this if you are someone who creates content, if you're someone who, or even if you're someone who runs an online business where you market yourself on social media, you might find yourself that you're really engaged with these apps day to day to day to day. So I started to realize that 
yes, it was going to be a very hard process for me to do it, but there was there had to be a change. There had to be something. So I'm going to show you and tell you the little methods that I'm using right now and what are the the do's and the don'ts about social media that I have. And these, believe me, like I mentioned, they these been they these have been hard for me to implement. Very 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 hard. So don't think that you could grab one of these which please by any means you could grab any of the things i'm going to mention but if by any chance you realize that you're not successful in over a week don't lose faith because i've been working on this for about two years about a year mostly about a year in regard of me taking over my i want to say social media addiction because it's not an addiction but me really taking over my over control of around these apps I know there's some people that have it, I don't want to say worse, but that do have a little bit more of attachment and there's other people that have a little bit less. So this will truly resonate with the person that it will resonate with. But one of the things that I use, that I am currently doing, it's I, the first thing that I do on the day, as soon as I wake up, I don't check social media. Now, if I scroll around and just see the notifications on my app, then that's completely fine. I usually do this a lot because my I don't live with my boyfriend. So I always want to make sure everything's okay. If my brother, he doesn't live around me. So I also want to make sure everything's okay because anything can happen during the day, during the time that you go to bed and the time you wake up, especially if you have a different night schedule than other people. So anything can happen. That mean, with that being said, with that being said, I always check the notifications, make sure that everything's okay. My loved ones are fine. And then I can continue on getting ready for the day. But I don't click on, on any, any notifications it used to be so bad where I would see a comment, a like, a follow, and I needed to instantly look who it was, instantly comment back, instantly like it, instantly like be grateful for receiving the notification, which it doesn't mean that right now I'm not grateful. It just means that right now I'm prioritizing myself over a notification. And there's nothing wrong either with just being curious of who, what happened during the nighttime. Like if you're a coach, you could have a new client during the nighttime. You can have someone that purchased an offer from you during the nighttime. So things like that is exciting and it's not bad to check. But what I mentioned is going, like waking up at the nighttime or not nighttime, but waking up in the morning and you grab your phone and without even noticing it, you're already late to your first task of the day because you stayed on bed in the bed, just looking on social media, checking everybody else, checking what happened, checking your notifications, even checking your email. So that is what I'm trying to avoid. And that's what I mentioned to you is to try to avoid is that staying in bed and starting to be late for your first task. Once I've woken up, once I've done getting ready, drank my water, ate food, ate, did all the necessities of me getting ready, 
I still don't check social media. The reason why, and we're going to take a little detour on this episode talking about digestive, our digestive system. So our digestive system, it doesn't actually start, like us digesting food and all the process doesn't actually start from when we receive food, when we have food in our belly. It actually starts when we see the plate in front of us. When we see the plate in front of us, we, we even smell or we even think of the food that we want to eat for breakfast. That is when it starts. So smell, uh, our vision, or even have you ever had that time when you think of, you have a thought of a certain food and you start, your mouth starts watering? All of that is part, is the initial part of your digestive system. So it's very important for us to be very mindful on the time that we are eating. Believe me, this is a very hard habit to implement, especially when you are eating and you realize you're so bored because you have nothing else in front of you but your plate. So believe me, it is boring and it can be very boring, but it's still something that I'm trying to implement every single day of my life. And I also like to implement this in my client's uh, journey in my client's life. So during breakfast time, that is the last moment or the last least is the least appropriate moment for you to start going on social media, scroll, be engaged in looking at all these notifications and whatnot, whatnot. I would want you to be fully engaged of what you're eating, fully engaged of noticing every single ingredient, smelling your food, looking at your food, and just be present of the in that moment. You are going to be noticing such an improve in your relationship with food, in your relation with yourself. Like you might even feel a little bit less bloated. You might f- feel less problems to digest a little bit better on when it's bathroom time. So this is a very heavy habit that I'm implementing. And that's another reason why I wanted to take this little detour, because it's very important on those moments of breakfast time where we do have our phone there, but it's still not ideal to be grabbing it while we're eating. By the way, all these little things are just new habits that I started adding in regard of waiting to use my phone I usually would get ready and then scroll around 15 minutes just see what's going on and then start my day but I completely 100% changed that because I felt like it was not what I needed to and I needed to bring a little bit more intensity and really tell myself no that's not what's going to happen so during that time once I'm done eating done doing everything that I have to do and I'm basically about to get out of the door to go to the gym if I go on Instagram to post something and I'm just loosely seeing some notifications seeing some comments some messages that's cool I see them I check them but I don't engage with them because why I'm going to do my most important task okay probably not my most important but a very very important task in my day and I want to fully focus on that task which is working out being present lifting the way that I need to lift executing the lifts that I have to execute 
exactly how I need to execute them. So I'm not on social media. And that was something heavy that I mentioned on my previous podcast or I would say two podcasts ago where I mentioned that the thing that helped me in my training was start logging my rest period, like not logging, but really paying attention to it because I stopped using social media, stopped going to my phone and tap on social media on my rest periods. I'm now... (laughs) I now literally look at myself in the mirror and that's all I look at during the four minutes of rest that I have. And I'm not going to complain. I enjoy them. I like them. I like them much more than scrolling on social media and not really focusing on my rest. Um, Let's continue with that. A little detour again. But I, oh my God, I completely forgot my loss of thought in regard of that. There you go. So I don't go still. I mean, I might post a selfie, might post, uh, share a picture to my girls in my clients in our group chat, just giving a little motivation for everyone on a morning, on the Monday, Monday morning or a, mo- a morning in general to get stuff, stuff going. But that's all I do. That's all I truly do. And then log out put my workout, start working out, and I fully focus on that. Once I come home, still not on social media, because why? I need to do my post-workout meal, and I don't want to be flipping eggs while scrolling on my other hand. It's just not ideal. It's not something that I want to live like for the rest of my life. So not on social media. What I do instead, if I want to have something else in my mind, I put some music on. I talk to uh, my brother if he's not working. I, I call him. We talk. We chat. I talk to my mom. I talk with my baby brother, make him breakfast. If I want something else, like something more stimulating for my brain than just sitting down in silence or not sitting down, but being in silence and making my food. So I usually put music on and do the other things that I mentioned, but I'm still not on social media, still not tapping in, looking at it and all these little things. Once again, hey, I'm going to do my post-workout meal, so I am not checking my phone. I go shower. I get out of the shower. I sit down, log into work check all my clients are good everything's answered nobody is leaving having any doubts everything's good now i sit down put a timer 15 minutes let's go on social media let's see what's going on let's engage on my on posts that i like let's engage on my friend's post let's let me text a friend that is when i truly sit down and start being present in the online platform. I post my lifts. I post what I did, my post-workout meal, because this is what I'm doing, starting to do. I'm saving every single thing that I want to post and waiting for my posting period to post them. So instead of posting everything right at the moment, I 
save everything. I create everything. And when I have this 15 minute period of where I could fully focus on social media, that's when I start posting everything. I start engaging. I start just being present in there because I feel that's much better in regard of my energy and how I present myself rather than, oh my God, I'm eating breakfast. Let me rush and post this. Oh my God, I am working out. Let me quickly post my lift. Oh my God, I have to run and create content, but let me post the selfie that I just finished working out. That is not the energy that I want to have for the rest of my life. And that's not the energy that I want to to broadcast and show to the world that it is okay. So this is a new, a new routine that I'm starting to add in my life, a new way of thought in regard of this. And it doesn't mean that Within that 15 minute, that is that I no longer can go into social media. That that was the rest. That was the only time I had. No, no, no. I post my stuff. I engage, and then I the 15 minute mark, and it. You know what? It's time to continue working. It's time to continue walking. Go walk my dogs. Do do something else. Right. Continue with the task of my days. But then I have another 15 minutes if once I'm done with my task to engage with the people who engaged in my post that I posted earlier, engage with any other posts that I saw, engage with my my tribe, engage with my people, with the people that I like to consume the content from. Because I also like to consume content. It's not that I just post, 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 and I don't really engage with that anyone. I love the coaches that I follow. I love the people, the my my clients. I love to engage with their posts. So that's 100% okay. I'm not saying that that's not available for you. But it's just finding the appropriate time to do this. Then I have another 30-minute window where I create the post for the next day because I always like to be prepared. I don't like to, there's exceptions. For example, if I need to record something at the day of where I need to post, there, there's exceptions. But generally, I like to have all my posts created. That way, um, it's a very stress-free day. I can just post it when I need to post it and there's that. Don't need to worry about it any um anytime or yeah don't need to worry about it anymore but there is a 30 minute that I give myself so it's a little bit it's a greater window where I create the post for the next day I if there's anything else that I want to engage in to check in and there's that and boom I post oh and not to mention I continue posting what I've been posting or what I've been saving throughout the day to post in in that moment. I'm not saying though that this strategy is the strategy for you. This strategy is the best strategy in the life. I'm not saying that. But it could be a strategy that can help you with this certain once again, not addiction, but with this attachment to the platforms, to social media. This has helped me tremendously. I'm going to give you a little story of how I was before. When And this, this is only a year from how I used to be. This, this has only been a year. So a lot of progress. But as you can see, 
it's been a year. So it takes time. Same thing as losing weight, losing or building muscle. It takes time. Previously, before, I used to always think or have anxiety in the morning. I'm like, I used to think, oh my God, I need to post that I am awake at 5 a.m. because if nobody knows that I'm awake at 5 a.m., then they're going to think I'm a failure. They're going to think that I don't work hard enough, that I don't wake up early, that I'm not on top of my game. But that used to be so energy consuming, so negative. So I wasn't creating in abundance. I wasn't creating with happiness. I wasn't creating as a leader that I wanted to create, to be, to create. I was into this negative thought, into this attachment that if I'm, if nobody sees me up, I'm a failure. I'm a failure for them. That's a thought process took a while to fix. It took a while for me to, and it started with the weekends at first. It started with the weekends as, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna post first thing in the morning. Let me have some breakfast. Let me, let me, let me wake up how I want to wake up. Then it started with, okay, let me do the same thing on Friday, and then little by little started becoming the entire week. But then. Once again, it went from, okay, I don't have to post at 5 a.m., but I have to post at 6 a.m. when I'm at the gym. I need to post a selfie. They need to know that I'm here at this time. Once again, I need to go through that process of it's okay. Nobody nobody has a gun to my head saying you need to post at this certain time because if not, you're a failure and you're not the leader that you want to be. That's a very hard thought. Or a very hard way of thinking that I had to change because it was not going to take me far. When I'm creating, when I talk about wildside fitness, when I talk about in my podcast, when I talk about breaking stereotypes, I'm not here for the short term. I'm not here to create a trendy video and disappear. I'm not here to have a couple good posts, have a good a couple client success stories and find out something else. I'm here for the long run. I'm here to build an empire. I'm here to become one of the best in the fitness industry. I'm here to be to make Wildside Fitness as a Nike in the fitness industry. I am here to build so much. So I really needed to sit down and say, do I really want to think this way for the rest of my entire life? And the answer was no. Another thing that brought to my attention was I was looking at the people that I feel motivated by, feel inspired. I look at these people and I don't follow what they do, but I learn, I look, I listen, I see what I can add to my life. And none of these people, none of them were posting as soon as they woke up. None of them were posting multiple stories a day. And I like to post multiple stories. I like for people, I like for everyone who listens here to know my 
I to some extent to know my life. I, I like that. I like to share my life. I like to share my ha- my hobbies, my interests, my interest, my what makes me happy, what makes me sad. It just that is what I want to use for social media to connect. And I want people who follow me to know that they know me. But I noticed that these people weren't posting at 6 a.m. showing that they were up. I saw that these people weren't posting every day about their services and that you need to hire me right away. I started noticing these people and started what, seeing what they did. And they were doing the entire opposite of what I was doing. So I really sat down and I said, okay, there, ne- there has to be a change. And not only there has to be a change, but what can I implement that they are doing and add it to my life? So it's been a process, a very, very, very long process of me changing my thought process around social media, changing the presence, changing the the way that I present myself. Because if you're a long follower, you might see how different I post in compared to before. You might see the same messaging. Females are strong as hell. Break those stereotypes. Take up space. Eat the carbs. Be the freaking leader that you want to be. That's the message that I want to always give. But you might say that I present myself differently. I don't post always all the more at every single morning. Sometimes I don't even post anything until I create, I'm sharing the post that I shared that day. As in regard of, of the real and stuff, not just posting on the story. So a lot has changed. And the reason why this has changed is because I didn't want to continue letting this platform take over me. I used to pay for the promotions. So my posts would show up on more people's platform or timeline. I would create check my Instagram insights to see what's going on. How many people's I lost followers. And this used to affect me a lot. If I would see an unfollow, oh my God, it would be like a hit and a heart, <laughs> like a heartbreak. I would, I would ask, why, 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 why would they unfollow me? Why, what, what did I do wrong? Did I say something wrong? Did I post something wrong? At the end of the day, not at the end of the day, but fast forward to now, my thought process is if they unfollowed me was because we weren't just aligned at the time. Doesn't mean that they might not see me in the future and say, hey, let me follow, let me follow this person again. Or and this it, it's okay to for everyone have different thought process. I'm very not aggressive, but I'm very bold when I show my messaging, when I show my when I share what I have to think. And some people might not be interested in that boldness. And that's okay because we aren't all meant to be in a line. We aren't all me- meant to share the same message. And that's the truth because there's some people that I might see on social media and I'm just 
mm, not feeling the way that they talk, not feeling the way that they message, and I might not unfollow them. It's not because they're a bad person. It's just because I generally don't feel like I'm benefiting anything from their po- from what they're posting. It's nothing bad to it. So that's what I think when I see an unfollow or when I see that my engagement has lowered. So this is a very, and I don't know how I want to, if I want to talk about engagement in this podcast, because it might be a little bit too much, but I started to think the same way in regard of posting. And I used to have my posts like really good. I used to have about 200, 300 likes a post consistently. And then my post completely dropped to freaking 20 likes a day. I could blame it for Instagram. I could blame the algorithm. But at the end of the day, I have to stop blaming everyone and start blaming myself and see what's in the inside. I mentioned at the start of the video that, or not the video, but the podcast, that I wanted didn't want to create this too much into spiritual episode even though I'm very spiritual I didn't I don't want to share too much about it because I don't know how my audience is in regard of this but I needed to learn something and from lowering my engagement I had to learn about not having not attaching my worth my knowledge in my reasoning to post to this number. So if I have a post that does 300 likes, has 300 likes, I try to look at it the same way as this post, or no, vice versa. The post that I have 20 likes, I have and try to look at it the same way of the post that I have 300 likes. But why is that? Is because it doesn't matter if you have 300 likes or 20 likes. What matters is how you feel connected to the post that you just shared. Do you like what you share? Did you feel aligned with that message? Did you have a very strong connection with that? But more importantly, you have to understand that that number does not determine your worth of creating, of posting, of sharing your knowledge, of sharing what you have to share to the world. And I see a lot of people depriving themselves of entering into this world because of fear of failure, fear, fear of being seen, fear of not having the engagement that they want to see. But that's what I've been learning with the low engagement. That's what I took as a lesson is that my worth does not attach to this engagement. And I have to continue to show up my to not show up for only myself, but show up for the people that truly listen to me and like to see everything that I share. I owe it to them. I owe it to myself. There's no right or wrong post there's yes posts that do better there's posts that do wrong or not wrong but do lower engagement both do not determine your worth your knowledge your way of being a coach being a content creator being anything you want a little detour and that's why i didn't want to talk too much about this but it's okay because it will benefit to whoever needs to listen to this
I think we've covered a lot on social media, so I'm going to continue on the next topic. Another way that I protect my energy and I try to do is, so I'm a coach, I'm a business owner. Not only that, but I'm an online business owner. So I don't have to go into a store and clock in and clock out. I don't have that. I can literally clock in and clock out at any time of the day. But what I was noticing is that I was giving myself too much, too much to my clients, too much to promoting, too much to my business that I was draining myself. I wasn't presenting myself as who I wanted to be. And that's not okay. When we are coaches, when we are business online business owners, or when we are business owners in general, we need to understand that we can give so much until we need to stop and start giving ourselves. And that's when we like fill our own cup. That's when we do things that we like, such as going for walks, reading, even taking, even having like a beer at the end of the week. Those things filled us up. Filled us up. So I have a couple things with my coaching, with my way of work. My girls know that at one time of the day, that's when I clock in answer all the questions that I have but once at a certain time once they're once it's late once it's afternoon I I'm not always on my phone and I'm not always available because if I'm continuously available if I'm continuously trying to give all my energy away I'm not I'm not helping myself. I'm not becoming a better coach because I'm not feeling the energy that they need. So I'm just giving, 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 but not they have to give me, not at all. Of course not. But I need to give myself. So my girls, they know that sometimes in the weekend, I might be a little bit off. So they know that certain time in the afternoon, I'm, I might be a little bit off. They know that on Instagram, I try to not do business, like answer questions. I, we stick to our training app. So there's all these little things that I do to help me fill my own cup and to help me become a better coach and be a better coach for them. Little, I guess... We're, we're going to keep it a little bit mild because I don't know if I want to go too business on this. But, okay, expectations and habits. With expectations, and, and if you want me to talk a little bit more about business, please let me know. Send me a DM because I would love to know. But a little bit of expectations, habit. Mostly an expectations is... I need to be very, very firm with myself, very, very firm with these things that I do, because if I don't do them, there's nobody in the world that can do them for me. Even if my coach, my mentor tells me, Domenica, you have to freaking see this in a different way. I'm not going to benefit until I start seeing it the other way. I'm not going to benefit from anything that it was telling me if I don't do it myself. It's the same thing as weight loss. If you can have a coach that tells you eat this amount of calories a day, burn this amount of energy, but if you're not doing it, it doesn't matter if you have a coach or a mentor, you're not going to see the practice that you want. So I'm very firm with myself and with the goals that I want to do. 
or habits that I want to have. I also sometimes write these down because I'm a very visual person. So it helps me see what are the habits that I want to do. I have a habit tracker. So I track every week or at the end of every day. I track, see what I've been doing good, what I've been doing bad. If I have to be a little bit better next week or not next week, but the next day. If there's something that I need to change, even even if there's something that, for example, if my schedule moves the next day because I am online and I help my mom a lot. Sometimes I need to postpone something and pay babysit, pay attention to something, help around. And I'm okay with that. But that just means that my schedule has to move from one day to the other. I don't allow that either to be the end of my world and to be like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to have this, the same routine that I always have. I'm a failure. No, I don't do that. I see what I could change, see what I can stick to for the next day, see what are my rock stone habits and what I could do to continue having them because there's a difference between um, there's a difference between habits and there's a difference between rockstone habits. So these habits are the little mild ones, the little ones that you can get away with not doing it once and like not doing it one day. The rockstone habits are the ones that you cannot miss. It doesn't matter what day what time you have to do them no matter what. And let me explain this a little bit. Or rather explaining, let me give an example. For my habit, let's say my habit is to start a new hobby. Or not new hobby, but to continuously doing the hab- hob- hobbies, hobby habits, hobbies, um, to, to do a hobby that I like a lot, and that would be drawing. I like to draw. I like to be creative. Let my mind wander. But if there's a day that I can't do it, I do not let it be the end of the world. But that is because it's also a very mild habit and not a rockstone one. However, my rockstone ones are my social media trackers, my social media boundaries, my coaching boundaries, my boundaries to myself, to the people that I surround myself with, to the conversations that I have. I didn't really touch down into family, into relationships, because it's a very long episode. I did not expect it to be this long, but if you're still here, congratulations. Now, I have expectations when I surround myself with people, with the conversations that I have, with the people that, once again, yeah, the people that I'm surrounded with, because you are who, you become who you are around with. So, for example, if I have a conversation with someone, let's say, Brenda, (laughs) I have no idea. This is not if you're in Brenda, this is not to you. This is just a name that I came up with. If I have a conversation with Brenda and she is 
so negative. She looks at the world in a negative way. She complains about why her posts are not engaging, why she feels that nothing's working, that the algorithm sucks. Basically, the entire opposite of what I what my thinking goes through. I might have a conversation with her. I might have a mild, very small conversation in regard of how she feels and all these little things. But if I'm not, for example, if she's not a client or if she's not a friend looking for help, she's someone that I came across to and she starts talking to me. I'm very careful with how far in or how deep in the conversation I go to because not only do I need to or I I need to protect my energy. I need to protect the way that I think. I need to protect the way that I run stuff. So if I continuously have this conversation with this person and they don't they're very close-minded. They don't like to think outside of what their thoughts are. I try to go away, start slowly leaving because it's it's not worth having or it's not worth being in an environment that only drains you and does not bring you purpose. That's why I always try to surround myself with so many growth mindset people. That includes my mentor, my the girls that I'm enrolled with, uh, the mentorship, my friends. Like I try to have conversation, deep conversations that continuously help me grow. Even if I'm, even if it's a family member and they're just having a mindset that just does not align with me, I'd rather get out of the room than have that in me, than receive that information. This doesn't make me a bad person. And I actually posted something the other day. I can't quote it because I don't know exactly the name or exactly how the sentence was. But it basically meant that society glorifies so much putting everyone over ourselves that we no longer like when the, when we start thinking about ourselves we come out as selfish we come out as why are you being so mean why are you not thinking about me why are you not caring about my feelings but no 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 it's not about that so if you're someone who puts a lot of pe- people over themselves over your happiness your stress-free life not saying that stress is bad but you know what i mean if you're someone who noticed that, I challenge you this week to see how you can put yourself in front. See how you can put yourself in front of social media, in front of family members that don't have the same thought process as you or a thought process that you want to have. Find yourself, put yourself in front of everyone. I challenge you to do that this week. Because not only are you going to start becoming that person that you want to become, but you're really going to feel that fulfillment that you have been looking for. Now, without going too deep, I will be saying my goodbyes because I did not think that it was going to go that long. Mostly just talking about social media. I guess it just shows how much this these platforms can not only affect mentally but well yes mentally because it won't affect you physically 
But I truly hope that you liked today's episode. I truly hope that you benefit from it. I truly, truly am so passionate about sharing my wisdom and my mistakes and how I'm fixing them. If you have any comments about it, if you like this episode, please share it in your platforms at, or yeah, share it and tag me at while underscore side underscore fitness. I would love to know that you're listening. If you want to leave a review, please leave a review. I will, I love to read them. I love to, to listen to, or yeah, to read them and see how little by little the family continues growing. Until then, I will catch you in the next episode. Continue breaking those stereotypes.